Hey team, happy Monday. I hope you are feeling awesome today. Can you believe it is Monday again? Oof, how fast does this time go? All right, so today I wanna to talk to you about energy and how, in my opinion, energy is the, or one of the most important currencies that we have along with time. Now, I think energy and time can sometimes be a little bit crossed, if you like. Now, where I see that that happens mostly is that people think, you know, we've got, um, I don't know, some people have 12 working hours in a day. Sometimes people have 16. Some people will only have um, from when they drop the children off to when they pick them up. So it's different in terms of the time that we have throughout the day. Now, what I see a lot of people doing is they try and squeeze and cram more into their time. So say, for example, you are the, you know, you drop the children off at nine and then you have to pick them up at three and you could potentially own your own business and you're trying to cram so much into that time. But what I want you to start to look at it from or in this kind of way is energy. You have a finite amount of energy per day. Okay. And I want you to almost like visualize a water bottle or something like that right now and think about once you've spent that energy, you can't really squeeze any more out of it because you can squeeze more into your time. And let's not even go into quality, productivity, and all those wonderful things of the work that you are producing, but you can't squeeze more out of your energy. And like, don't get me wrong, we've all gone to the kind of depths of burnout and have been um, like flogging ourselves and still doing inverted commas work. But the quality is absolutely, you know, horrendous and you're not really doing it with energy. So energy is super important. And I want to you just to ponder on that for a second. So we can squeeze more into our time, but we can't squeeze more out of our energy. So if we look at the tasks that we've got for the day, and think about the energy that we've got, you know, as well as juggling all the other things, you know, like family, uh, career, um, you know, all of the things that create your life, friends, tasks to do around the house. It, the list is humongous, isn't it? There's so many plates that we spin. And then when it comes to you, often people leave themselves the scraps of their own energy. You know, a motto we've got inside the coaching club is serve yourself first and win the morning. So as much as we possibly can, we want to make sure that we look after ourselves first in the morning um, or as soon as we possibly can so that we're not just saving me time to when the children have gone to bed and everyone else is in bed and you're just sat there scrolling on your phone or looking looking at the TV and classing that as me time. So we want to go, right, how can we like nurture and reserve that energy and spend a little bit of it per day on ourselves. And there are a few different hacks that I want to share with you today. Because in my opinion, there's nothing more important than how we feel. Because if you're feeling crap, you usually treat other people like crap and you show up like crap. You know, you when you're not feeling great, people think that they can keep this strong head on their shoulders, but actually a lot of people will notice and they'll feel the brunt of your energy being low. So if we can start to build your energy up a little bit and get you feeling a bit more like a five out of 10 rather than a three out of 10, just how you're showing up to life, everyone else will benefit. And how actually 
being selfish, again, in inverted commas, is one of the most selfless things you can do because everyone benefits when you're radiant, when you're energized, when you're motivated. Like just even think about you let more, like you let someone out on the way to work. You know, if you're at a crossroads or someone, you're like, yeah, yeah, you go. You say hello to people in the street. You smile at someone. You're polite. You're more patient and present with your children and partner. You are less of a stroppy boss or reactive boss. You know, there's so many different ways in which we will benefit from our energy being nurtured. And the only person's role and responsibility to look after your energy is you. Now, a good thing to consider here is just have a look throughout your day at the minute of people, circumstances, situations, and you might not be able to do this upon reflection just now. So maybe just take this into the next week. Look at how situations and people make you feel. I was having a really good chat with someone last week about people that make you feel light and people that make you feel heavy. You know, we've all got people in our lives who we have to brace ourselves before we go and see them. And this is not like, you know, they're still an amazing human and blah, blah, blah. But it's just how we feel their energy. And so you kind of going into meeting them or seeing them and it's like, oh God, like brace yourself. You kind of have to be prepared to go and see them. It could be old friends, you know, that you no longer really have that gel to. And you, you kind of sat there thinking, oh, not really, this isn't really bringing me much. It's actually taken more from me than it is bringing to me. Now, the more we can honor those feelings and go okay they're not really bringing much to me so maybe we can just do them less and less and do the things that make me feel light and uplifted and I can't wait to be in that person's energy or in that situation we a lot of people because we're people pleasers by nature and we want to be a yes woman and you know everyone to like us we put ourselves constantly in these work situation, friend situation, family situation, you know, all these different situations that actually tank our energy. And if you think about that finite pot of energy that we have every single day, it's going to run out pretty fucking quick if we're constantly doing things that make us feel heavy. Yeah. And that really do act as a drain on our energy. So we want to start just slowly looking at ways to Listen, first of all, to the things that make us feel light, that we're encouraged to do, that we that we are, they just make us feel good. And that could be, like I said earlier, people, situations, circumstances. And we want to try and put ourselves into the situation where like we can have more of that. And it might not be that it can be on a daily basis. And I'm going to give you some hacks now that will also help towards that. But if you're aware of what raises your energy what is your fountain and then you're also aware of what is your drain you can then start to manage it a little bit better because awareness is the first step and then ways to build your energy on a daily basis that isn't dependent on being on holiday being around certain friend groups um you know things that you might not be able to access 24 7 like we all know that certain friend groups or peer groups or whatever um and sunny days and being on holiday they're pretty freaking epic for our energy, aren't they? But they're not on tap. So quick energy wins. I want to finish on these now. 
First one, sounds boring, but it's true. Fruit and vegetables, look after yourselves. Your body is a machine, all right? It's a machine. It requires good, nutritious food. Sure, for the soul, still have the chocolate, the cheese, the crisps, the wine, still have that. But if you're constantly putting shit food into your body, you're going to get shit energy out of it. So look at how many portions of fruit and veg am I having currently? Okay, it's two. So let's focus by spring. I want to be up to the five a day. You will notice if you can really focus on building up um, from two portions a day to five over the next six to eight weeks. Yeah. So gradually building it up, you will notice a big change in your energy levels. All right. And then the second one is sleep. Okay. So many people take sleep for granted and they almost don't put their emphasis on it that it really does deserve. The more like really good quality sleep you can get, the better. And I see, again, if you think of that scenario we said about earlier where mums are coming home and they're using that kind of 10 p.m. till midnight as them time when they're sat on the sofa scrolling through um, social media, that's not really you time. That is you soothing yourself and you may be doing it with a glass of wine and some chocolate as well. You're not, that's not you time. You know, that is you literally soothing yourself and going, you know, um, I need something to comfort me right now. Whereas if we could flip it around and do what is actually beneficial for you and will make you feel a heap better tomorrow, it's slowly start to look at your sleep hygiene. So I don't go on my phone after 7 30, 8 p.m. in the evening. Um, and I will always journal kind of at the end of my day just to be like, right, that is my working day done because I work from home. So it's a bit of a blurred line. That's my working day done. Now I'm going to focus on um, calming down, calming the central nervous system down, turning my brain off, you know, and then I'm setting myself up for really good sleep. So reducing the blue light from my phone and laptop. And also creating that headspace so that I'm primed, ready for sleep. So sleep is, I would say sleep over fruit and vegetables. If you're looking at which one to address first, sleep is the first thing. Because if your sleep's crap and you are really tired, you're not going to want to make the good choices. I think sleep is like the very baseline thing to help you make good choices. So I would start there. And then the third and final one for raising your energy is to get the blood flowing. It can be put a tune on downstairs in the kitchen first thing in the morning and just have a bit of a kitchen rave. It could be go for a walk. It could be do a workout. It could be uh, do some stretches. We want to get the blood flowing because when we move our physiology, it impacts our state and the same the other way around. So if we can constantly look at, right, movement is key. Movement really helps. And it doesn't need to be a 45 minute workout. It can be a five minute tune. You could choose your favorite song in the whole wide world and have a boogie. You know, if you're sat at your desk and you're feeling a slump, the best thing you can do is stand up and dance around your living room like a nutter. All right. <laughs> or if you're at work and you've got to be a bit more formal, do a few laps up and down the stairs. OK, or go in the toilet and jog on the spot. I'd like movement is so important for raising that energy. And remember that energy and time are our two most important currencies of life. So I hope that's been helpful. And I hope it's given you a bit of an idea of where maybe your energy leakages are um, coming from, how we can preserve it, how we can build it up, and also those quick wins throughout the day. So in encouraging to uh, boost the nutrients that you're consuming, so fruit and vegetables, 
encouraging you to have a look at your sleep and ways to optimize it and then also light movement because when we move our body our emotions move with it and it has a great positive impact into our energy levels and our state so i'd love to know how you found that and if you found it beneficial don't forget to hit the share button over on social media and give me a tag on it as well have an awesome monday team and i will speak to you next week